You're listening to the premier home of motorsports for nearly two decades. The Race Central Radio Show. Drive. Start on ESPN Radio 1600. Now, here is your host, one of the most respected motorsports voices in America, Motorsports Insider, Kurt Hansen. Oh, top of the afternoon to you. It's uh, yeah, time of day. It's, uh, well, 3 o'clock or as close as we can get to it. Hey, welcome to the program. It is Race Central on the radio program. I am Motorsports Insider Kurt Hansen. But if you have been listening for 20-plus years, you certainly know that. Great to be with you on a fast Friday. Uh, and not a frigid Friday, which is pretty cool. Beautiful day in the Mile High this weekend. Lots of playoff football uh, abound, so... Uh, whatever your deal is, I hope your team is successful this weekend. But, boy, I, I tell you, just in the past week, the, the world of motorsports is certainly, oh, man, do we have a lot to get to, a lot happening at the Chili Bowl Nationals um, in Tulsa, a driver. Since we've talked a lot uh, lately um, about injuries and uh, how commentators respond to covering scenarios that potentially could be the worst case scenario, things like that, which we did do, uh, Sid and I, on the podcast, which is up at racecentralmedia.com, our video podcast, in depth um, just a day or so ago. And even in the last two days, there have been a tremendous amount of breaking stories, which we will get to today. It's uh, it's basically one fifty nine at the bar. It's time to giddy up, go home, or do whatever you need to do, because there's a lot going on. And I'm not just I'm not just talking you know C level stuff. This is truly well. It's it's uh, it's like what we do here. It's it's A level breaking news. We'll get to all that. Also, a great program lined up today. We've got to, some great guests. Uh, your 2022 or 22, however you want to put it. Uh, Pro Stock Rookie of the Year, Camry Caruso's on the program. Big new deal for her. We'll talk to her in the program. And a couple other surprise guests, too. For you, um, well, non-motorsports fans, per se, but gearhead fans, which I think will be a lot of fun to uh, peruse the the smorgasbord of programming in which Race Central brings to you every Friday. The podcast the audio version up on, uh, now it's denversports.com. Well, you didn't like the headset I gave you, said the kid. Uh, Sydney did not. Uh, I had to borrow her headset today that I gave her. What a arduous afternoon. Holy cow. Uh, Sid down with COVID last week, came in, fought it like a trooper. Um, and then uh, when you think you got everything figured out, uh, you don't little car scenario today, but that's a whole other story. But um, the season is really here. Uh, Chili Bowl National is going on this week. Uh, one of the top drivers in the world of midget racing had an accident that, you know, on the heels of what happened to Mar Hamlin, it, uh, it reminds us all again 
truly how freakish things can happen, unexpected things. I mean, in the world of motorsports, and Sid and I talked about this in the podcast, the video podcast, which is up on racecentralmedia.com right now. There, there, there's stuff that that happens, and there's stuff that, like, what the kind of like the Demar Hamlin situation. Uh, this driver and the Chili Bowl Nationals. If you haven't, don't dig that deep into the the world of dirt track racing and midget and sprint car racing and things like that. The the Chili Bowl Nationals is legendary. It's a bucket list thing. The the crowds are passionate, crazy, in a good way, dirt track racing fans. And you are literally racing inside of what feels like, maybe that's why they call it the Chili Bowl. Ah, hey, you know what? Maybe I just hit on something. Inside a Chili Bowl. The racing is very close, very aggressive, very violent. And in the world of dirt track racing, wing and non-wing sprint cars, wing and non-wing midgets, I raced wing midgets back in California back um, when uh, the wagon wheel was young. Getting upside down is almost, it's kind of a badge of honor. I hate to say that because it's kind of weird. But I, I can't add this, too, the insights that only someone like I would have. The great thing about wing cars is that wing takes a tremendous amount of energy out of the hit. In other words, when you land on top of the cage, that wing absorbs a lot of energy. That is a technology, and it's kind of rudimentary technology when you think about it, because they've been running midgets and sprint cars with wings on them for, oh, God, 50 years, longer but that's uh, that's kind of the benefit of having a wing. Now, in a very small, fast-moving uh, midget car, getting upside down, I mean, the cage technology is so superior to what it was even a few years ago. It's, it's just kind of, it's anticipated, especially in a place like the Chili Bowl, because sometimes you've got four guys wide, flat. There's no mirrors on the car there's no spotter telling you you know inside 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 clear it's it's kind of up to you which is part of what makes it so exciting because it is it is very raw i've called it the last bastion of truly that and silver crown sprint cars uh big loud dirty mean awesome stuff to watch uh but driver Thrown from his car, which is, I mean, this stuff happened back in the 40s and 50s, maybe into the 60s. Some drivers actually, especially in open cockpit, uh, you know, Silver Crown cars, Indy cars, things like that, felt that uh, getting away from the car was a good thing. No, not really. I mean, so many drivers for so long injured because they get tossed out of the car. And guess what happens? Car comes and hits some more lands on them. And in a place like the Chili Bowl, where you've got so many cars going so fast in such a small, tiny confounds, I mean, literally, if you stand in the infield and the leader goes by you and you do a pirouette as fast as you can do, the leader is right back at you. I mean, it's brutal. And it's just so fortunate that uh, he wasn't hit by another car. It's just, it's miraculous. So we'll talk a little bit about that today. Um, 
you know, it's 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 part of racing. It's as I Sid and I talked about on the video cast uh, on racecentralmedia.com yesterday. It's uh, it's a blood sport. I mean, a very famous author once said there's only true real sports. Bullfighting and race car driving, the rest are just hobbies. I don't know if I subscribe to that in some senses because I've done it. I can certainly say, and I've said this many times, I've never seen a golfer, uh, you know, lose his life missing a tee shot. I've never seen a guy strike out and and have the same. Um, you know, it's just it's a different thing. It's a different mindset. It's a different well, the differences are the difference. And that's why I've said many times, you talk to, to guys that are big old badass sprint car drivers or midget drivers, there's there's something about them, they're just different. It's brutal, it's violent, it's different. Uh, we got a lot of stories to get to today. Camry Caruso on the program, she'll be fun to talk to. Also, uh, um, an event coming up that I think you're going to want to know about. We're, no, we're not selling tickets, I'm not involved with it, but if you're a car guy or gal, it's something you're going to want to know about. It uh, a lot of good stuff going on. As I say, it's one fifty nine fifty nine, and the bar is closing. It's time to get your giddy up on or whatever because the stories are a breaking. Kevin Harvick news, Kyle Larson news, Michael Andretti news. We got all the news that's fit to print, and some of it that is not. Segments brought to you by PDA Road Gear. Uh, go see Guy and his team. They're the best. Denver's oldest car audio shop. Lifetime warranty on all labor, whether it's interiors, light bars. I mean, whatever it is. It's a PDA Road Gear, man. They've been disturbing the, the peace forever. Go check out Guy and his stuff. You want to trick out your ride, your motorhome, your bike, whatever it may be. PDA Road Gear is a place to be. PDAroadgear.com. Tell Guy and his team. You heard us talking about him on the radio. Also, their very cool in-house radar detection system. Never pay for a speeding ticket again. That's right. Never pay for a speeding ticket again. It's Race Central on the radio and PDA Road Gear and RaceCentralMedia.com. I want to drive. Get the car off the trailer. Now, back to one of the most respected voices in motorsports. Your host, Kurt Hansen. About 17 minutes after the hour is a, a fabulous uh, fast Friday and not a frigid Friday, which is a good thing. Welcome to the premier home for motorsports. Only 20 some odd years here in the Mile High doing what we do. And we certainly appreciate all of our great fans and listeners and followers and all that kind of good stuff. I want to remind everybody that uh, February 19th, uh, the season's officially kicked off now with the Chili Bowl Nationals going on this week in uh, Tulsa, the Driller Award, uh, something that uh, Kyle Larson's won a few times, also Christopher Bell, Rico Abreu, so on and so forth. Uh, February 19th, it's all free. So, yeah, you don't, don't get that wrong. Our 16th annual Daytona 500 uh, bash after the clash at Podium Karting and Events Center uh, here in Denver. You can go to podiumkarting.com. Uh, you're looking for something to do this weekend. Just a great time out. Check them out. they got the axe throwing, great indoor kart racing. The food is f- fabulous. And uh, plenty of TVs. There's never a bad seat in the house. And uh, February 19th, doors open at 10 o'clock. I believe the first 100 in the door will get special VIP passes that get them 
uh, discounts for all kinds of stuff and special things. We'll be raffling off uh, Gearhead-themed memorabilia. It's free not to buy a raffle ticket. It's free, too. But definitely get there early. We stuffed the place last year, uh, even as we were kind of out of a in a weird uh, sort of post-COVID environment. Now things are WFO, as we would say, and certainly the crowds are, are coming out. Uh, a massive crowd at the Chili Bowl Nationals. It's I've had some people that I've talked to, uh, one of them, in, in fact, our good friend Lee Spencer of RacingVoice.com, more people than she's ever seen. The town and the weather, usually the weather there is brutal. I can tell you when I went, I want to say it was in 2019. I think it was January 2019, just before COVID hit. And it was like in the in the single digits with wind. You park your car in the parking lot, and the Tulsa Center is huge. If you had to run to one of the doors to get in, and really it's very controlled ent- entry, um, so it's not like just every door is a way in. If you had to even run for five minutes in the wind, I mean, your your cheeks, your teeth would rattle. Your cheeks were like raw and numb. And you get inside, and it's nice and toasty warm, but then, of course, you're subjecting yourself to what they call the chili bowl flu because you're in this big old enclosed uh, dome uh, center and the, you know, methane, methane, not methane, oh boy, methanol, um, you know, fumes in the air, exhaust, uh, lots of people elbow to elbow to elbow to elbow. It's kind of fun, too, because you you run into a Mario Andretti, you know, a a, a Bobby Unser, um, you know, Tony Stewart. It's it's kind of a who's who, a who's who. Back in the day, Kyle Larson, uh, also some stars from the world of Outlaws, a couple of NHRA drivers back in the day, Cruz Pedregon for one, uh, Ron Caps. I mean, it's 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 a, a big old party that uh, in, in you know indoor dirt race breaks out. It's pretty it's pretty cool stuff. Um, matter of fact, uh, the finale's tomorrow night. So if you got you know nothing to do, you could or you can just listen to this program or go to our video podcast at racecentralmedia.com. But uh, the season is certainly officially here. I guess the story. <clears throat> oh boy, nice. We call that cough. Uh, not hitting the cough, but but it adds it adds a theater to the program. Just so that you know that I'm just you know I'm I'm a I'm like that thing on your um, I'm not a robot. So you just push that button. Um, <clears throat> Kevin Harvick, cats out of the bag, or bags out of the cat, whichever we whatever you prefer. This 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 year and done. And I believe him. I think he he wanted to take the holidays to really kind of mull it over, over a hot, stirred mulberry wine with the fam and kind of figure out. I mean, we, the guy's done everything. He is, I would say, he's kind of the last of the last. Gordon's already retired. Uh, Jimmy, not retired, but not full-time ownership role. Um, I would say behind Jimmy, Martin Truex is kind of that next wave, but there's a lot of young, great talent in NASCAR. The The new car is, is very different, very difficult to drive and predict. And I think, I don't know, who knows? He could have sat down also with Tony and just said, hey, look, you know, how, 
how do you, what do you want to do? You know, will I get a great car this year? You know, maybe, maybe he asked for some, um, well, just, you know, he wanted to get Tony's assertions and figure out what, uh, what this year will look like. But it does say he will retire and uh, he'll be done. Now, could a guy like Harvick, Michelin truck team, of course, now Keelan is running uh, quarter midgets. Uh, certainly Kyle Bush's little boy uh, is running uh, quarter midgets. Our good friend Chris Eggleston right here on the front range, many-time uh, CNS uh, legend and super late model champion. Tanner, t- Tanner, his little boy has a has a, a, a career in film. The guy's a TikTok sensation or whatever. I mean, he's just unbelievable. So, and that's what these guys do. But could he get bored and maybe reach out and say, hmm. Like the old saying goes, things that make you go, hmm. Make you ponder. It, uh, uh, I can remember, it seems like yesterday, when Kevin Harvey came to this part right after Dale Earnhardt Sr.'s you know, death. And uh, he was going to be the next, he was the next bad guy. He was the next Earnhardt. If memory serves me correct, driving a black 29 car. And the guy definitely ruffled some feathers early on. Much maybe like, hmm, who, who could we think of in recent history... Hmm. That did something like that. Oh, a little like Ross Chastain. Now, I don't think, I can't remember this so long ago, but I, I guarantee Kevin Harvick in his first year in NASCAR did not finish second in the championship, a la Ross Chastain. Hmm. Could Ross be the next Kevin Harvick? Certainly, he's a closer. There's no doubt about it. And that used to be Kevin's name for a long time, the closer. That's what he did. Like in the uh, the great movie, if you've never seen it, Glengarry Glen Ross. The Glengarry Glen Ross papers. New sales manager comes in, slaps coffee out of the salesman's hand and says, coffee is for closers. Hmm. A lot of stuff to get to. Camry Caruso uh, coming up also. Uh, an event coming up that's going to be a lot of fun to talk about. It's the uh, the Hot Shoe Hall of Fame in Las Vegas. And there's a couple guys that will be there. A couple I know very, very well. One, Brad Lackey. We'll talk to Gene Woods all about that. Uh, a lot of stuff going on. We got uh, – there's no mucking around here on Race Central on the radio. It's what we do. It's uh, – so while you tune in. And the podcast audio version up on denversports.com right after the program. Sid does that deal. Also, the video podcast up now at racecentralmedia.com. And we're, uh, we're brought to you by uh, Total Beverage. Uh, Colorado loves Total Beverage, and Total Beverage loves Colorado. Thirty minutes after the hour, here on the uh, blowtorch from Motorsports, it is Race Central on the radio, blasting uh, through your dash. Uh, if you're a first-time listener, you're like, "What is happening uh, to, in my radio?" It's okay. Uh, we could be a little bit of an acquired taste, but that is the premier home 
many say probably in the country for Motorsports Talk Radio. And that's what I do. And I love doing it. And uh, it's, it's a lot of fun, even though today was... Boy, arduous. Uh, I pulled a Mark Mosier. Uh, I love Moj, but I remember when I was on Saturdays here on The Fan, and he'd be after me. I, I was on 10 to noon, and literally, uh, I'd be wrapping up my headphones, and top of the hour, and boom, there's the Moj. Right then. I mean, literally, 10 to, 10 to go, Mark. Okay. One of the best uh, hockey play-by-plays on the face of the earth. There's no doubt about that, and he deserves all the success he's had. A, a great guy. Uh, also from Northern California, ironically, I think the Sacramento area, of memory serves me correct. I know. I remember his favorite driver was Robbie Gordon. Uh, we used to we used to tease each other about that because I, I like Robbie. Know him quite well. Did a TV segment with him last year at the Long Beach Grand Prix. Uh, his kid now Max, a really good. Uh, super truck racer because of course Robbie has uh, that super truck series that has become now wherever they go a huge crowd favorite so good stuff and uh, good for Robbie um, you know it uh, he's a cool guy very cool guy so um, <clears throat> Roger Penske had a premonition something that I was going to talk about a week ago but uh, let, let's uh, thanks to Fox Sports let's Let's hear from the captain on his premonition and maybe a follow-up from me. There's have interest in running the Indy 500, but it seems like their opportunities aren't aren't kind of coming their way. It seems like, you know, I'm curious, how much talks have you had with your manufacturers in IndyCar, if any, to try to get somebody to do the double? Well, there's a lot of people that would like to run it, but again, you know, the competition, you know, is so tight. You know, and, and the number of teams that we have, and I think that uh, you're going to see some of that. I think it might take another year. I think we got to look at the scheduling, the timing. But, of course, the Indy race has always been at a particular time, you know, on Memorial Day. So uh, I, think, I know Kyle's talked about it. Uh, you know, you've heard other people that want to run there, and I think it's a matter of teaming up with the team. But you're going to run one extra car there. And, you know, you got to have the right people. You just can't do it as a pickup team. So, to me, it's about having the car. I think the manufacturers whether it's Chevy and or Honda, all would be interested to see someone run the double. And I'll see what happens. Uh, maybe Jimmy's going to do it, which would be great. Because, look, he has the experience. He did very well on the ovals. And I think the fact that he has that experience, it's my understanding that he's also going to run, potentially, you know, would run the 600 as one of his races that he's done so well there with. So we'll see. Do you think that the captain may be very guarded in his responses but, uh, hmm, I mean, uh, Kurt Busch did it years ago, and actually quite successfully. It is a very, very brutal thing to do. Uh, Tony Stewart uh, did it way back in the day. Um, it uh, in The original double was actually Monaco and then the Indy 500, and uh, the only one to ever do that was Mario Andretti when he raced for Lotus in uh, Formula 1 would complete the Monaco Grand Prix and then jump in uh, the Concorde and blast across uh, to New York. And then I think they helicoptered or private plane them, jetted them, I'm sure. Um, and then maybe helicopter into the Speedway. Can't fly, into the, can't fly an airplane in the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. But uh, 
and they'd have him juiced up on fluids the whole way and, you know, sleep and and that stuff. And he uh, ran the Indy 500 a couple times doing that. But that was the original double. Then it kind of became the, uh, well, the North American or, or, you know, U.S. double, which you would run the Indy 500 and then get to Charlotte. Now, uh, Roger says that, that I, I you know, and pardon me for questioning the captain, but I think... Because early, well, years ago, let's put it this way, um, IndyCar was the 800-pound grill in the room as NASCAR was quickly, quickly, you know, closed in on them. And the Indy 500 as a standalone may still be uh, more globally watched than Daytona 500. I don't know. I don't look at those numbers. I don't care. But uh, um, the IndyCar series did, did not really find that favorable. So when the in, captain says Indy starts a certain time, well, maybe for the last three quarters of a decade or so. But if memory serves me correct, Indy pushed back the start time of the 500 a bit to make it very difficult to do. Literally, you finish the 500. Now, if you don't finish the 500, okay, you've you got plenty of time to work with if you go out early. But I know when Kurt did it, they whisked him to a helicopter, took him to the airport. I mean, literally, from the minute they got in the helicopter, they were putting IVs and, and, and stuff into him. And then uh, jetted him to Charlotte, meeting the Hilo, and the Hilo flies him into the Speedway. Whole time getting, again, IV, as much sleep or rest as he can possibly you know gather, Think about it. That's an 1,100-mile day. That's 500 miles in brutal, violent, uh, uh, open-wheel racing. Your concentration level must not falter. So the drain on your brain is pretty heavy. The dehydration is brutal. And then you're going to go another 500 miles. And as I've said many times in the program... When you when you get the the old brain hot, the CPU, dehydration, whatever happens, you start to get overcooked. Uh, you start getting claustrophobic. You 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 don't process as well as you do when you're fully rested, fully hydrated. I know, you know, literally, you know, two three days before a race. Uh, a lot of these drivers are on the heavy, heavy, heavy hydration schedule, especially in in the summer. And that, that can mean a lot of things. Uh, peptide therapy can be um, vitamin injections. It can be, uh, you know, IV um, uh, therapy. It can be a lot of things. Because especially, I think Sid asked me this question a few months ago. Might have been on the radio, might have been on the podcast. By the way, podcast is up. Uh, very uh, entertaining. You don't want to miss it. Very uh, information you've never heard before and may never hear again at racecentralmedia.com. Uh, you know, do as you get older, do you fall off? Well, yeah, I, I, you know, father time is, is never defeated. But in the case of a race car driver, you don't so much have the the 
bone and body fatigue. You ever been getting hit by 300-pound linebackers who run faster than you do for 10 years, that kind of stuff. So the degradation of your, maybe your physicality, you know, broken legs, hips, arms, you know, tear, muscle tears, tendons, uh, you know, whatever. You don't really have um, that, even though there's a lot of wear and tear on the body. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it's a day at the beach. Just rolling down I-25 in a Cadillac. There's a lot of physical wear and tear that goes on you because you get the crap beat out of you. Well, so but as you get older, and I know even, you know, when I still drive at a very high level at, at, at in my age, um, you know, uh, I'll start doing some light stretching, exercising, maybe some swimming, you know, a few weeks out. I'm not a gym rat. That's just not who I am. I did that long enough when I was, you know, uh, racing international, internationally and nationally as a ski racer. I'm done with that. But I start hydrating up, watch my my caloric intake, uh, maybe start swimming, a little stretching, you know, and then the day before race, you know, race time, I'm pounding the uh, the electrolytes, not Gatorade, not kind of, but just true electrolytes. It makes a big difference because what you do a day or two in advance carries through the weekend. Because as the old saying goes, I mean, once you're dehydrated, you're done. You just like just got a glass of water and oh yeah yeah yeah, you know, football football. I love football. Yay football. It doesn't work like that. Once you're dehydrated, you're done. It's like once you get hypoxia or altitude uh, sickness, you got to get off the altitude, and it might take you a day or two to recover because your but your body's telling you, so, man. And I and I've seen the that that stuff too, you know, uh, in person. It's not really a day at the beach, so um, it's going to take a little bit better care of yourself as you get up on the race weekend. But I'm not sure how I got on all that stuff, but uh, I do know this uh, pro stock rookie of the year, Camry Caruso, will be joining us on the next segment. She's got a big new deal for this year. Uh, very exciting stuff. We'll also we'll talk to uh, well, we'll talk to the main man behind uh, the Hot Shoe Hall of Fame. Some big names going in. Gene Woods is a promoter. He'll be joining us on the program in the second hour. And maybe an update from our good friend Rick Rosen in Vegas on the Formula One race in uh, Vegas. I know they're, they're about halfway done with some of the garages and such, so maybe we'll talk to a Rocket Ricky and get an update there. It is Race Central on the radio. Video podcast up at racecentralmedia.com. All the great TV shows, radio shows, and all the great interviews are right there. And all of our great sponsor partners, too like Coyote Motorsports, Denver's only star Yamaha dealer and one of the top CF Moto dealers in the country. They've got stock, 0% financing. Uh, They've got the stuff when nobody else does. Go in and see Brian. Tell him you heard us talking about him on the radio and racecentralmedia.com. Never pretty. It's at 3.46 in the afternoon. Uh, I've been told I have a face 
for radio, which is uh, why I come to you over the airwaves here at the Premier Home for Motorsports. It is Race Central on the radio. I am the insider, Kurt Hansen, but you probably know that. And the Blowtorch for Motorsports, AM 1600, FM uh, 104.3, HD 2, 94.1, and always streaming around the country and around the world at the website that makes you a smarter, better, and more informed. How's that for a new one, Motorsports fan? So, or waiting on uh, Camry Caruso, your uh, 2022 Pro Stock Rookie of the Year. She had a hell of a year. She's been on the program before. She uh, uh, falls under the Elon Werner, uh, Werner Communications umbrella. Elon is a, a great friend and uh, has give, given us so many insights and stuff in the past. But to harken back on the, the Roger Penske uh, audio and to give you now uh, maybe an update, um, so, and I, I have to believe that, that Roger, because that was done, that video piece uh, was done, I think, a day before the big announcement. You know, he had to have known. I mean, this, when you're in a community that small, and when I was a champ car announcer and, and you know, the probably World Challenge Series and stuff in 2017 and CBS Sports, you, you hear everything. I mean, it's like it's like when I listen to, uh, and I love listening to, uh, Derek Wolf and DMAC. And, and Derek says, you know, you know I, uh, I heard something. And uh, it it's hard. I mean, he's just, just recently removed from the world of the NFL. So he still has all those tentacles. And uh, I'm still very, I'm very close. Um, maybe closer, maybe even closer than ever when I was a driver. But uh, you hear stuff. It is the same that I like, you know, where there's, where there's uh, fire, there's smoke. Well, he had to have known because just a day le- later, uh, right on the heels of the Kevin Harvick announcement that he'll retire at the end of 2023, Kyle Larson announces that he'll run, he'll uh, attempt to do the double in 2024 with uh, McLaren Arrows. Wow. Now, if there's a dude that could do this, He's a super candidate. I don't know if, if Kyle Busch still is thinking that he wants to to do this. Uh, you know, certainly after he left Joe Gibbs Racing, there was speculation or commentary that you know the, the part of the reasons he wanted to get out of there. I, I I think they wanted to get him out of there, but they, 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 it was too restrictive, too 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 too. And one of the things that was said early on was. Well, now if I am serious about pursuing the doing the double deal with Indy, I now can do it. Uh, we'll see how that plays out. Uh, Richard Childers is pretty old school. Mm, he might be open to it. Depends. Depends on the the money, the you know the sponsors that come along with it. So I want to say it's all about the money. Trust me, all about the money. Uh, which leads me to an interesting point. Um, our good friend Ralph Shaheen did a roundtable at the Knoxville Nationals this year, the day before I got out there, with uh, Donnie Schatz and, and um, gosh, uh, Brad Sweet, the big cat, and some other folks. And the, the subject of the roundtable was, what's more important, a championship or the money? Unequivocally, they all said, the money. And part of that, I understand, because 
Sprint car racing is horrifically dangerous. Get paid. Get paid. Uh, but Kyle, he's a he's a small, wiry guy. Congratulations, he's had another kid, by the way. From the hot spot of uh, dirt track racing and sprint car driver and midget driver, you know, <laughs> big boy, Elk Grove, California. The home, the former home of Journey Departed. Um, yeah, Brian Clausen and Kyle Larson. And there must be something in the water in Elk Grove. Again, they're all sponsored by Elk Grove Ford, by the way, which is pretty cool. They've been a longtime supporter of open uh, dirt track. I mean, then the Sacramento Fairgrounds, Calistoga. I mean, you know, Elk Grove is is deeply involved in the world of dirt race, dirt track racing, and that is cool. But if anybody can do this, Kyle's young. He's very muscular. Uh, no, I'm not trying to be weird, but he's very he's wiry. He's very muscular. He. Um, uh, you know, he runs in, in NASCAR in the Cup Series. And then he runs World Outlaws and other stuff. So the guy's, the guy's used to taking a pounding. Because all this stuff pounds the snot out of you. Uh, sprint cars and midgets even worse. You know, really ruddy, bumpy, dirt. Watch a World Outlaw show or watch some highlights on the web. Of these guys, you know, slamming off the ground, lifting the front wheels off, 700 horsepower, you know, uh, and walk across a dirt track. It's, you know, you, you might get presumed to be drunk once you get to the other side because you're going to be wobbling and twitching and freaking, and it's, uh, it's something else. And these guys are going 130 miles an hour on it. So uh, Kyle Larson's a good candidate, and I guess uh, they're going to run the, the blue and white of HendrickCars.com, which will, will look pretty cool. It's, uh, you know, Sid asked me in the podcast yesterday the health of motorsports. And my response was, when you have record car counts going to the war before the 24, almost 40 cars, you know, for six sessions of testing, then qualifying for the twice around the clock or the next weekend at the World Center of Speed, the Daytona Motor Speedway. It's pretty pretty serious stuff. Um. World, world, uh, WEC, World Endurance Championship in Europe, same thing, 40 full-time teams. World Outlaws last year had 14 full-time teams and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of drivers. IndyCar numbers, fan, in fans of the stands, TV, way up. NASCAR, way up. Formula One, double its best years ever here in America. IMSA, same thing. Big numbers. You know, and, and don't don't be misled by by fans of the stands. But having said that, you know, a lot of the races, um, especially night races, Bristol, Martinsville, Daytona 500, I mean, I, there's very few races where you see very, I mean, Southern 500, you know, but the party's in the infield, frankly. You know, nobody wants to be stuck up in seat Z999999. Get down the infield where the party is. And that's what people are doing. <laughs> Sid, you like that one? Party. That's my FM overnight voice. How am I doing? Pretty good. Okay. Uh, Sid, the kid behind the glass. Actually, no, there's no glass there. 
Just see the kid right there doing the great job she always does, also on the podcast. Uh, check it out, racecentralmedia.com. I know that you will be entertained. So it's uh, FM Overnight. Kurt Hansen here. Hour number one of the books, the first hour of power, the second hour of power coming up. Hopefully, we'll catch up with Camry Caruso, talk a little bit uh, NHRA and all that good stuff. It's kind of a slow jam. We used to have a station in the Bay Area. I can't remember the name of it. Their tagline was slow jam. Not like Yacht Rock, Yacht, Yacht Rock on Sirius Hill. You probably don't know what that is. You do, you do. Oh, Sydney, Sydney's very in tune with the uh, any Draymond Green rants of you. No, nothing. Okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, Sydney the kidney. Oh, that's going to be a new one, Sydney the kidney. <laughs> oh man, slow jamming. All right, kiddo. Honor one of the books. Go to Total Beverage this weekend, your one-stop shop and fastest pit stop for all your beverage, cigar, confection foods, and one of the largest selections of non-alcoholic beverages in the country. Colorado loves Total Beverage, and Total Beverage loves Colorado. side-by-side vehicles specially designed for the conquering the extreme terrain now available at coyote motorsports the all-new xdr models are adventure ready and come standard with exclusive